So full energy from bed right here Cause they're my enemies Subscribe and like, rate and review Your hosts of the day be Couple guess too We're gonna win the trophy when overdue Can we do the double make it deja vu It's a move London thing Third one is only on the wing Harry's one of our own nine and in He's only got one E but let's see the king And we got Delhi Ali that's talking With the shell side, with the shell side With the shell side's what we sing With the shell side, with the shell side it's a new flood Welcome, welcome to the Shelf Side Podcast. Episode 35. This is your weekly Spurs podcast. By the fans, for the fans. You get all of the insight, gossip, great insight, banter, and reviews here. So stick with us, new listeners and regular listeners. Thank you for listening to us once again. Kwabna, Merry Christmas. How was your Christmas, my friend? Christmas was weird, man. It was weird. I I saw the same people, man. It just felt dis- it just felt deflated. You're not allowed to say that. I mean, you saw them from the window of your car. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My bad. Um. From the window of my flat, actually, they gathered outside, and I just shouted at them from from the flat window. Um, you t- you're not too far up, then, are you? <laughs> nah, 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 a bit a bit like Spurs. Um, and yeah, it was it was fine. It just felt deflated. Do you know what I found most deflating about Christmas was the fact that there's no end in sight currently to this situation we're in. But. You wait, know. wait, are we talking about COVID or are we talking about Spurs' demise? Which one are you talking about? To be honest, the same could be said as transferable, isn't it? But um currently talking about COVID, but as for Spurs, mate, it's getting, it's getting tough. It's getting tough. It's getting How's tough. Christmas for you before we get into it? Yeah, similar to what you said um, about getting myself into too much trouble. Um, and don't want any backlash from the listeners. Um, but yeah, it, it was okay, but yeah, just very different. Um, it's a different world, isn't it, right now? 2020, the year that we can just do without um, continuing. So let's fast track into the other phase that we can continue without, which is the Spurs and Boxing Day. Like Christmas just felt like the damp squid that wasn't Boxing Day football, which for us was the day after Boxing Day, which was yesterday, which was Wolves, which was... 1-1, but a regular pattern emerging, it seems. So I didn't see the game yesterday, Kobna. You did. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm going to try and take your role and try and get some... You are going to be my eyes and ears, basically. You are going to tell me what happened because I need to feel from the game. It's interesting because Sky on the Sky um, TV app that comes up and tells you about the football and it says the highlights and it says the, the headline was Wolves get something like an undeserved draw. But then when I had a quick look at the highlights, they showed the Spurs goal and about four chances for Wolves. So what was going on yesterday? So, I mean, let's start with the lineup because that confused me when I looked back at that retrospectively. Um, we had, I'm not going to say what shape we had, I'm going to let you tell me that. Cool. But we had, by all accounts, we had an interesting rotation from Jose. Uh, let's get into it. Obviously, Loris in goal. Yeah. We had Ben Davis, mm-hmm. Eric Dyer, Davison Sanchez came in, 
um, um, Regulon, Harry Winks came in, Doherty for Aurier, Hoybier, Son, Dombele and Kane. Mm-hmm. So, interesting. I'm trying to figure out what shape we took. I can hazard a guess, but tell me, what, what shape did we take and did it change? So, it looked to me that we took a 3 4 one, two. Yep, which, that makes sense. Which, which looks um, like a three of Ben Davies, Ben, ben Davies, um, Dyer and Sanchez. And then we had Dirty and Raylon as part of a kind of like a midfield, but kind of like wing-back type situation. It wasn't actually clear from the way they played, which was which, until okay. until after we scored. So let's say but until we scored, it was a three four um with across the four across the middle were Rayon, um Domele, and Doherty. And then just in front of them was Ndombele and then in front of him were Kane and Son. Right. So that's Yeah, that's, and I'm just looking at player positions, sorry to cut yeah, no, you, and cool. player positions pretty much tell me yeah, mostly that, although Davies kind of ended up being kind of almost very left-sided, whereas Sanchez wasn't as right-sided as Davies was left-sided. But yeah, the whip from Doherty and Regulon, obviously a bit further forward than Doherty in the average positions. Winks deeper than Hoybier, according to this, and Dombele in the hole, and Son slightly more advanced than Kane. But yeah, in a, in a Three, four, one, two, as you described. But Wolves didn't play a five at the back. They seem to play four. Is that right? Uh, Wolves played four. Yeah, they played. They, Wolves played a four, two, three, one. Okay. So why do you think we went with that formation? I think we went with that formation because I think we expected, um, we expected for Wolves to either play that formation. Or to push high um, from their fullbacks the way they played previously, um, back when Bedoti basically made his name, um, and I guess they were trying to put they expected a lot of pressure to come through Traore, um, yeah. who wasn't actually as impactful until maybe like the last fifteen minutes of the game, but I think Davis actually kept him quite quiet, did a fairly good job on him considering Davis has no pace. I, I thought he was going to yeah. get absolutely like, routed, but he, he didn't. So that was not that bad. But the setup was the setup was okay. And to be honest, in the first in the first fifteen minutes, it looked cool because and the was like fantastic. He scored the first goal, obviously after like inside a minute, and after that he created like three or four chances in quick succession. After that, right? And yeah. He, he sat really long for an opportunity. He put um, Kane through once. I think he put Son through once. So he was getting busy. And this is what people have been saying, that he wants to play the number 10 role. And in, in doing what he was doing, he was taking a really good claim for it, right? Um, so that was, that was you know, a good, a good thing. Um, but then after that, we just kind of, we just sat back and we wilted. They didn't look particularly assured at the back, so we could have got at them. We didn't. Their keeper didn't look particularly um, solid and commanding. We could have tested him, but we didn't. We just kind of chilled. And to score in the first minute and to want to relax and sit on that lead for 90 minutes was a really tough thing to see. So the approach was tough. 
Okay, I mean, sounds very similar to other games where we have drawn. Um, I think we're talking about Newcastle, West Ham, but I guess more recently Crystal Palace um, was a game where we took a lead um, in the first half and then kind of took off off the gas. They equalised and then we started playing again, right? Yeah. Now, now, I guess... When questioned, Mourinho um, suggested that in the Palace game, he didn't tell his team to sit off. He told his team to continue to go for it. But because of Palace's um, play, they pushed us back. W- was that what happened with Wolves? Was it a combination of that or something else? No, against, or could it be fatigue? Against, against Wolves, we just kind of chilled. Like It got to a stage where, literally, within the first half, the ball would come out and... We were like lumping it forward to no one. Like we did that a couple of times in the first half, which was really worrying. My concern is that this approach isn't good enough to win the league. And it's not, and, it, and this, in a, this is at a time where things are tight, right? The league is actually, like I know Liverpool, people are expecting Liverpool to run away with it, right? But even though people are expecting Liverpool to run away with it, it's still very tight in there. And anything could happen. Liverpool have drawn against Fulham, they've drawn against West Brom. Like, these are games. Yeah, said this. These are games where we said that, like people have done our foregone conclusion, but there's so many twists and turns to come in this league, right? If you take your chances, all you can do is hope for that. Do your job and hope the rest of uh, those teams around you can either slip up or whatnot. But with this approach we have right now, it's going to be a struggle to get top four because being pragmatic is a skill that not many coaches learn, right, uh, or have been very successful with. But what we've seen is that when you have a team that can be got at you go for them and for teams who you expect to be harder to beat people who have possession whatever fine surrender possession i've got no problem getting two nil wins and nil nil draws against the top six i've got no problem doing that but against crystal palace against walls we need to go for it even if you want to chill chill after two nil because what happened against walls was that we chilled after one nil and it felt like for long periods in the second half that that equaliser was coming. But the longer that equaliser took to come, the less time we had to react to it. Because we know that when we go go down or when we concede, is when we start, we take it up a notch. And it's like, rah, so which kind of top, where was this Tottenham like 10 minutes ago, right? And they were knocking at the door, knocking at the door, knocking at the door. But you're running out of time. Then you have your opposition to fight against, but you've also got to fight against time. And that's just too much for the team to, um, to overcome. That's just what happens. Okay. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I find it's, it's difficult. It's hard to watch. And it's fine when you're getting results. If you're beating Arsenal 2-0, you're beating Man City 2-0, you'll take it. But when you're drawing with Wolves 1-1, you're drawing with Crystal Palace 1-1, and you're seeing your you're seeing your rivals go to the same places and beat them 7-0, you're like, what are we doing? What are we doing? Yeah. So you asked a question or made the statement, this is not sustainable um, for a title run. Um, I guess is it sustainable for top four? But I want to I want to go back to that first question because Leicester won the league playing this style. So what is it that we are doing um, wrong in our approach because it's worked against the top six and it worked um, for Leicester when they approached everybody? What is it that we're doing wrong or missing um, that's not an, allowing us to succeed? Um, universally or unilaterally with this um, formation and these tactics? Leicester were much faster in transition and they would try and go a couple of goals up like before 
they sat right they got the balance between having a solid defensive foundation and the fast potency of moving forward there were times where yesterday where son dropped in deep kane dropped in deep and i'm like okay if you're both going to drop in deep now who's in front of you who are you putting the ball to there was no yeah. one right so when when Leicester would do it, they would they would spring forward and attack Mares, uh, Vardy. You know they made sure that they made sure that um, Andy King and Drinkwater would like keep that ball constantly moving forward. Like with us, we have Nombele playing, doing his bit, making sure we're moving forward. Cool, bringing the level potency, also trying to like defend and into and and disrupt things. Hoybier is doing that, but it's like we get that one goal and we're not. Even when we have the opportunity, we're not springing forward. Whereas yeah. Leicester that season, yeah, they would do counter-attacking, but they would still look for opportunities to counter-attack. It's that like Tottenham are waiting to be reactive and not creating a situation where they can absorb and then hit. It's like, okay, we've got to go now, let's just chill. It's like, they weren't, so it's like we weren't just... even... To, to say that we were, we're playing a counter-attack in football right now is flattering because we're not we're getting one chance and then we're, we're just chilling going. yeah we're just chilling we're not yeah. even trying to create anything going forward and that's my problem and that's a big big worry and i i wonder if that's down to fatigue that we're trying to conserve we've got obviously like everybody else we've got a run of games coming up but we've also got the additional game in the very important game in the carabao cup semi-final so i wonder if that comes into it we played a lot more games um than a lot of people around us given the fact that we've had the european or europa league qualifiers and as we've lamented on this show before the lack of rest for the likes of Kane, Son and of course Hoybier who seems to feature every game um, either from the start or from the bench. Are these players looking tired, uh, just leggy, I mean mentally fatigued because there's a lot of work that Kane has to do, tracking back and getting involved in the play Hoybier constantly being switched on in the middle of the park. I mean do we need backups for some of these guys? Do we need to rotate them? Can these guys manage this? Are they mentally getting tired of this system? There's a lot to take on there, but what do you think? There, look, there's a chance that fatigue is setting in. But the truth is, we're at a stage now where we've said that many a time that the squad we have now is better than it's been for a very long time. If you need to bring fresh legs onto someone, there's nothing wrong with saying, look, you guys go hell for leather, get to 2-0, and then bust your gut, pressing, and, and keeping their chances to a minimum. And the second you get tired, there's someone to come on and replace you. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. But we're not doing that. Vinicius has seen almost no Premier League action, right? We all, we're all excited about him being a backup to Kane. Why not bring him, yeah. why not bring, if we're, if we're trailing, why not bring him on? Have Kane drop into that number 10 role naturally and see what happens. Like, we're not, we're not, we're not mixing things up. So that fatigue thing is, is fine. Yeah, we have, we have played a lot more games. But if, if what, Mourinho is saying it's true, which all these players are saying is true, is that the next game is the most important game, then bust your gut, win this game, and then worry about your fatigue later. If the next game comes and you're too tired, then you don't start. But win it first. Like, win it first, and then we can start talking. Then we can start talking, but we're not see, doing it. Yeah, see, and I make you right, and I just, I just wonder, if we, look at, we just look at some of the things that are causing those problems, right? Are we actually more solid than we have been, right? And I question that because we've had these fast starts, and then we have these flawed finishes, okay, to quote your phrase. So we get this goal, we try and sit and contain, um, but we don't necessarily, and we're not going for the kill, 
we're not stepping on the throat of the opposition, as I mentioned, that Liverpool did against Palace. That yeah. analogy, 1-1 to 7-0. But then Leicester drew their 1-1 today. So are we being harsh or are Liverpool that good? But I, the other factor, yeah, sorry, just to interrupt you, just to round off this fatigue thing, the other factor that obviously highlights in this is concentration, right? And no more uh, evident is concentration than set pieces where we continue to concede goals left, right and centre from these dead ball positions late on in games. Now, Ledley is working on these guys and we praised him and probably gave him the, the, um, the jinx, the curse of death <laughs> by saying he's doing a good job. Oh, and then obviously we start conceding. Mourinho is drilling these guys. Sacramento is drilling these guys. So what is it? Why these things are happening? To me, the, it has to be fatigue. The, the, there's there's a combination of fatigue and uh, lack of concentration because that goal yesterday looked like it had been coming for a very long time. It was a near post header. There were kind of there was, it was a run across the front post. It was a very basic run. It's not like he pulled the defender in and then sprinted out again. And there was clever movement. It was just a run across the front of the box. Now we've seen so many times Kane marshal that area and, and walk the ball out. But the fact that we're talking about our our centre forward being the person to usually clear out that out is a problem when we're playing three at the back, right? Yeah, it's 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 unacceptable. So, to me, whether it's whether it's um, whether it's fatigue mentally or whether it's physically, there are teams across the league who are making that mistake. They're not making that mistake. Yeah. So, it's un it's unforgivable. In that situation, with the setup that we have, to be playing three at the back. I mean, by the time they scored, to be fair, by the time they scored, we've gone to um, we've gone to a four, four at the back, right? And we haven't considered yeah. that. It's still a very basic, basic like near post corner. Like that should have been the thing that defeats us. And for us to have not got set pieces, right? Set pieces, set pieces are like when you come across set pieces. The teams that choreograph their set pieces really well, they're the ones who are most successful. Those who have schemes, right, that they run. From corners, free kicks, whatever, fine. But Wolves didn't do that. They just whipped the board in near a corner, and we were, like, floundering. Like, Lloris looked past him, like, defeated, like, oh, man, we could... Like, like it was a surprise. It was the most basic. It was the most basic of setups. So, the same thing about um, against Newcastle, right? They whipped the ball in, into the area... You know, yes, it was. Dyer was very unlucky. Don't get me wrong; he was very unlucky. But suffering set pieces is twofold. One is your organisation in the box when the ball is played in. Two is conceding the things that lead up to those to lead up to those um to those set pieces. The corner yesterday, it's not like it needed to be conceded. And numerous times of name names, it, name names. I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember who um who. I'm trying to remember who conceded the corner. Uh, it escapes me, but. No worries, I, I, but if we were if we were being smart and being more possession based, we would have controlled that and taken it further up the pitch. Maybe gone out for a throw in and had to get them to reset. But we're not doing that. We're making basic mistakes and giving people time to set up and organise opportunities in the last like you know five minutes, and then we're then we're left to a mountain to climb. So yeah, yeah, I don't know. I find it. I'm just finding it like ludicrously frustrating. 
Okay. So yeah, and just to add to your point, the Newcastle one, let's 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 even if we take the Newcastle one out of it because it was Andy Carroll, it was crazy decision and we conceded. If you just talk about conceding, not necessarily putting a game to bed, which we should have. The Everton game before that, we conceded a goal from a set piece, right? In the West Ham game, we conceded goals from set pieces. The Liverpool game, we conceded a goal from a set piece. The Palace game, we conceded a goal from a set piece. There's a pattern emerging, or that has emerged for some time now, and we we need to just get that right, like you say. And just simple near-post headers should not be happening. I think Kane was in there. Kane was there as the um, zonal man. And I think Davies lost, is it um, Sayas? Yeah. Marcel Sayas. Um, and if it's whipped in and it's there's contact in the near post, keeper has no chance because keeper starts from there to far. He doesn't start from far to near, right? So if it goes beyond him at the back post, he doesn't have much chance. And was, I don't think there's anyone even that. on our back post as well. Like, uh, there you go. This zonal, I, I don't like zonal. It takes away responsibility. And then when you have zonal, you don't often have people on the post, which is a problem. I think we've seen year on year on year how many goals could be avoided with someone literally standing on the post. Especially the far post. Just yeah, it was just it was just so rudimentary. It was so rudimentary. It's like that shouldn't that just shouldn't be happening. And it's like we've we've praised Marina in the past for being able to identify a problem and adjust it. They said that we were leaking too many goals. So he was like, fine. Champagne football done. No more goals being scored, but we won't concede. We'll be rock solid. And we were like, okay, yeah. fine. Which again, it's cool when you're winning and you're playing against big sides, but when you're not playing big sides and something needs to change, he needs to adapt now. So because now we've lost, we've lost, um, we've dropped nine points in the, in the final 10 minutes, which is more than any other club in the league. Right? Yeah, it's a problem. It's a massive problem. If you can't address the set-piece issue, then it's like, what are we, what are we really dealing with here? But, um, yeah, I don't know. It was really frustrating. Because we've had fast starts, right? So, for 8 out of the 15 games we've played so far, we've been leading at half-time. Yeah. It doesn't feel that way. Because we seem to want to cling on for dear life and then throw away points. Because we've also dropped 9 points from winning positions. Which is more than anyone yeah. else, like I've just said. Our, our average first goal is scored within 11 minutes. If you spoke to most Tottenham fans and asked them how quickly we score, they would never say in the first 11 minutes. In the first 11 minutes... That's the average of our first goal. And we're still not, and we're, and we're dropping points like this. Because back in the day, when we would go one goal up, we're going to go two no up, and then we know we're cool. Redknapp did that. Pochettino did that. Uh, you go, fast up, bang, 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 cool. Granted, they didn't have a solution for, no, well, Pochettino developed one later, but in general, didn't have a solution for the top, for the top six sides in the league. Right? At Pochettino's peak, he had the balance. He had the balance of doing that, right? He over a three period, over a three period, year period, fine. And I don't like to just go on about Pochettino because I feel like that's the chapter in our in our history that's done now. But that's a comparison we're trying to make, right? We have to compare ourselves to the best squad performances we've had in recent history, and that's what we experienced. So Marina now needs to look at it and say, we are not actually that solid at the back. We're not. But one thing that hasn't changed is our attacking talent, which has actually improved with the addition of Ndombele. So why not just try and blow teams out of the water? I would rather we try to win 3-0 and, and draw 3 all than to hold on to a 1-0 lead and not do anything. Sit there and it look really painful and then concede in the 90th minute to draw 1-1. That's trash. With our attacking prowess, that's unacceptable. Completely unacceptable. 
But even with our attack in Proas, where teams have kind of figured us out if they don't give us much space in behind to hit us on the counter, right? So yesterday, um, again, I didn't see the game, so you talked me through it. But what I do see, and this, this stat has come out quite a bit recently, is the fact that from attempts on goal, we had six, they had 11. From open play, we only had two, they had eight. Set pieces, we had three each. And the counter-attack, we had one, they had none. But that's kind of in keeping with the pattern of play that we've seen, right? We're not creating that many chances in um, the last few games. It seems like the handbrake is still fully on. Um, and we do create, and when we do create chances, they, it tends to um, revolve around that man, Dombele, and recently um, Giovanni Lo Celso, who's obviously... Injured, he wasn't on the bench, right? I think he's still injured. Yeah. Um, but that man, Dombele, as we've touched on before many a times, we're a fan of. He offers something nobody else can give us. He's special. But, and this is a very big but, he doesn't last the 90 minutes. And he hasn't, I don't think he's made 90 minutes. I, I feel could like that might, this is what it feels like. That feels like a bit of a myth to me, man. It really does. Like, I've got no doubt that the concerns over his fitness, right? But we're at a stage now where he's completed 90 minutes like once. I, it, it's got to a stage now where I'd rather have a a dying Dombele and then you take off, like, take one of your centre-backs, take off one of your full-backs, whatever, and bring someone else to do the running for him, a Sissoko, like they brought in Sissoko yesterday, maybe bring him in to do the running for him, fine, and let him be able to continue to receive the ball under pressure and move it intelligently, then do that. Then do that. Because one thing, one thing, look, okay, just to show his impact, right, we have had four draws this season, right? Yep. And of the four draws, Newcastle, we were winning 1-0. Um, West Ham, we were winning 3-0. Crystal Palace, we were winning 1-0. Wolves, we were winning 1-0. And all of those games, we were winning by those scorelines when Ndombele came off. Crazy. Right? Absolutely So we, we, have been, we have been fans of him from the beginning, before this miraculous turnaround, right? Because we saw bits, right? You and I, we both watched football from across the continent, right? So we knew what he was doing at Lyon, yeah. and we knew what he, even when he, was, when he came to Tottenham, many people were like talking about how he's this, he's that, he's a bottler, you know, even some of the fan base had turned on to him, this, that, and the third. Yeah. We knew what he was capable of. So Indeed. the fact that, the fact that he's putting these performances is not a surprise to me. But those score lines and showing how when he comes off we seem to fall apart is no joke. It's no joke. The only way you can get the only way you can get fit for ninety minutes is to play ninety minutes. I would rather we played him. I would rather we played him and if he got injured, fine, cool. But to be winning, take him off and then end up drawing time and time again, how's that gonna work for us as a club? How is that gonna he's the only person who plays the way he plays and allows us to do what we do. Our game right now is predicated on quick transitions. The only person who can move the ball or drag us up the pitch fast enough to do that is Ndombele. That's the truth. So you want to take him off, your whole game plan changes. I would argue Lo Celso can drag us up the pitch so, quickly. So it's fine It's fine when he's when he's there, right? It's fine when he's... If he's going to come in and do that, then cool. But it's not currently working. It's not currently working. Yeah. Either you sign a, a massive problem. Yeah, either you sign a backup for him, who can do that, just stretch the game, 
stretch the game over a period of time for the part, last 20 minutes. If you can get a youngster, right? If you can get, look, when I've seen the, the ground that Skip is covering, yeah, and the passes that he's making for Norwich right now, I, th I still think it's a bit too soon. But if you could find someone who's young, and that's just their job, give us yardage. Which is what Gedson was supposed to be, to be fair, but he just hasn't been good. He hasn't been good, right? Yeah. But someone who can do that, look, 20 minutes is gone. We've got, we've got 20 minutes left. We've got 15 minutes left. We need someone to hold the ball and stretch the play. That's all we need you to do. There are players on the continent who can do that. Go and find one because we need it. Because if every time Ndombele comes off, we're going to concede, it's going to be a very long, long season, bruv. It's going to be a very long yeah. season. Of course. Well, so the question. Did he... Two questions. Did he look... Um, Upset when he came off yesterday, if you can recall. And also, I'm going to go back to Hoybier. How did Hoybier play in general? Because I think those two are very important to what we do. Obviously, both in the midfield, and we always say the game is won and lost in midfield. So, Dombele first. Did he look upset when he came off? Did he look fatigued? He, he didn't. He didn't. Look, he didn't look fatigued. He just looked resigned to the fact that he knew it was going to happen. Like okay, oh great, time was up. great. My my, this is this is it. My 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 time is up. My pitch, my my minutes are done. Just what, what can I really do, right? So yeah, he seemed a bit like that. Um, Hoiberg was fine. He wasn't he wasn't great. He wasn't his imperious best, but he was okay. Like at times, I felt his positioning was left wanting. He received the ball under pressure where he shouldn't have done. So that was thing, and then and then alongside them, it's got to be said like Winks was, Winks was, uh, he wasn't as ineffective as he has been in the past, but he also wasn't like he also wasn't like special by any means. One thing that he really annoyed me that he kept on trying the same ball he played for Bale against Stoke. He tried that about three or four times, and it wasn't happening. Okay, and he just ended up going straight down the throat of the keeper. Like yeah. if you try yeah. a couple times. And it's not coming for you. That's cool. You've tried it. It's not working right now. It doesn't mean it's never going to work, but it doesn't work right now. Try and find another avenue. Wasn't doing that. Wasn't doing that. Just repeated it, repeated it over and over again. I'm like, Lord have mercy, bruv. Like, it's like, you know, when you go and pay five aside, and there's that one player that keeps on trying to beat someone on the outside, he's run out of space and shoots from the tightest angle over and over and over and over again. Yeah. What are you doing? Stop. Look yeah. around. Cut it back. But, like, he wasn't trying to mix it up at all. Yeah, yesterday it seemed like we ran out of ideas. Kane was crap. Well, he has been off the ball. Yeah, Kane was crap. Um, Son wasn't great at all. Offered like offered nothing. They didn't seem like they were that bothered either. It's it's like when we scored, they were like, "All right, cool, job's done. Let's just chill." What? That's a mentality. That is definitely a mentality. But going back to Dombele, then, do you think Dombele? He's obviously on a permanent minutes restrictions. To, um, to coin a phrase from our other lovely um, basketball, yeah. but is the problem with Dombele? Um, is the problem with the way he's being used? And if it is with the way he's being used, why do you think that is? Do you think the fear of injury is so high, and or do you think that he just can't last? Uh, we're never gonna know, man. But we just got to say we have to play him, man. We just have to play him. We have to play him. I can't say with any real confidence which whether it's one way or the other. I just don't know. Yeah. All I know is that when he's on, we play better and we are generally winning. And when we take him off, that stops. Now, if he's going to be gasping 
and dying like in the 70th minute, 75th minute, 80th minute. Fine, fine. That's fine. Because even a tired Domele can receive the ball under pressure. Because if we're setting up setting up the way we are right now, is that we invite pressure upon us, right? When we think yeah. about players who can receive the ball under pressure, they're very few. Right? Kane can receive the ball under pressure. Domele can receive the ball under pressure. After that, how many? Look, against Leicester, Sissoko received the ball under pressure. I got this for the um for the for the second goal. That the um yeah. that led to the um second goal. Like he was also he was also the one he was dispossessed like quite shortly after the penalty was conceded, right? Like that's that's the kind of we don't have those players who can receive the ball with a player at their back, comfortably look around, take a touch, and like be calm about it. We don't have that. If you have a midfield full of those people, you can control the game even when you're counter attacking. You can do that. We don't have that. Nobody is our only person, so we can either go the rest of this season drawing games, which will end up in a relegation fight, or. We can use him and win as many games as we can. And if he gets injured, we find a solution then. But right now, we're preserving him for draws. We're not preserving <laughs> him for wins. And people forget, a draw, draws aren't losses. Fine. But it's only one point more than a loss. It's only one point more than a loss. You can go a whole season unbeaten, not win any games, and get relegated. Like, think about that. Points. Think about that. You need 40 points. Easy. You, you can easily do that. You can easily go unbeaten this season and go down. Because draws don't mean crap when you're trying to do bits. We're trying to do bits. If you take any of our draws, which with a change of attitude, because easier than wins, we're top of the league. Are we going to be saying that for the rest of the season? That's annoying. Uh, I hope not. So, I hope not. Now's the time, right? Because we mentioned on last week's pod that this was really a period of time where we should be able to accumulate some points, right? So it starts on Wednesday. We play Fulham. And with all due respect to Fulham, this is a winnable game. And then that's followed up with Leeds, who have done good um, since returning to the Prem. But that should be a winnable game. Both are at home. We mentioned last week, home comforts may not be... Um, helpful to us. But that said, given we rotated, given we've got Fulham then Leeds before we have Brentford in the Carabao Cup semi-final, how should we approach that Fulham game on Wednesday? That is the most important game of our lives. We should go... We should, and we what should, formation? We should, we should go in there. We should go against Fulham. We've got 4-3-3. We should go. We should go with Lloris at the back. We should go Aurier. We should go with Reguilon. We should go with Toby and and Dyer. We should go with a mid. Yeah. We should go with midfield three of Hobia, Nambele, and Sissoko. And up top, I would say we go with Kane, Son, and Bergwijn, and let Bergwijn run loose because one person. Like Son is good when he's got no, no no decisions to make, right? When he's instinctive, he's fantastic. You put him through, he's yeah. got no he's got no time to make a decision. He usually makes the right one, right? Kane loves Kane is getting more and more into this whole like playing number ten role. Like, don't be a ten, be a nine and a half. That's what I want Kane to be. Yeah. Right? I don't want him to lose his goal scoring thing. So I still need to be a nine and a half, and that's going to be that's only going to happen if they give Nobele more responsibility at a ten, which is apparently what he wants, right? But what Bergwijn does is he has got great intelligence with the ball and without it. Without the ball, 
he constantly moving players out of position. He did it against Arsenal where he dragged, um, I can't remember who won the centre-backs wide, which left it open for them to pass it, for Son to pass it back into Kane for Kane's goal. Um, he's constantly pulling defenders in that position. And when he's got the ball and he's allowed to go forward and be instinctive, he causes trouble. He causes trouble. He's great with the ball at his feet. He's technically gifted. He's a powerful runner. Let him be the ace in the hole, right? Let those guys go as hard as they can, 2-0, 3-0, whatever. Then you can bring in people like Lamella, right? Lamella can take the ball under pressure. He's got a bit of a nasty cheek about him. He's got he's cynical. He's, a, he's the archetypal Mourinho player to see a game out. Bring Lamella on after that then. That's cool. That's fine. If we're playing against someone like Fulham where they're a little bit more lightweight, then bring on Winks. Retain possession. Just recycle it over and over and over again. If that's what he needs to do, do that. But for me, go to Fulham, burn them out of the water. Because if we don't do that, if we don't do that, the fear and aura around Spurs completely dies. All that good work that we put in the beginning of the season where we could do that completely dies. And that is that's going to be so problematic. If people feel that they can come out of Mourinho Spurs, like they come that they used to go out of Martin Yol Spurs, that is that is very difficult to come back from. So you're almost saying his last chance saloon. Then that's how I feel. Game is do or die. That's how I feel. That's how I feel. One hundred percent. So Scotty Parker returning as manager, I believe, for the first time at our place. So we need to forget all sentiment. And just go for the jugular. Step on their throats. And could this be the reverse of what happened with Palace? Fulham played Liverpool. It was a 1-1 draw. And we go and put seven past Fulham. Could that happen? Should I put money on that now? I think you should put money on that. Because if anything, um, Spurs will probably disappoint you. But if they don't, your quid's in. Emotional hedge, kind of, not really. Yeah, but, kind of, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. So, just to touch on that point you made. So, even though you want to go for the game, you've put Sissoko and Hoybier in there. I'm assuming that's those two, regardless of whether the Celso's fit or not. No, if the Celso, if well, yeah, regardless of it's like, yeah, regardless of if the Celso's fit, and I, the reason why I put them in there is because I want all I want. Dombele to just focus purely to focus purely on creating opportunities and letting those people spring yeah. forward. That's it. That should be his only concern. He should be concerned about going back and making interceptions and, and winning the ball back. None of that. Just let Nobele create havoc up top. Let Kane be a goal scorer. Let Son be a goal scorer. Let Bergwijn be a goal scorer. Let those guys occupy our defence. Kane currently is dropping back to play number 10 which means Dombele drops back to play number 8 which means that Hojbjerg drops back to be an auxiliary centre back which means that Sissoko drops back to be a number 6 he hasn't got he hasn't got the touch to be a number 6 and this is this is the knock on effect of the kind of football we're playing and all that that pushes everyone back a step and if everyone moves back a step they're all a step further away from goal you're less likely to score goals like that yeah you could argue that Hoybier drops back into an auxiliary centre-back to allow Reguillon and Aurier to push forward also to provide that whiff, right? Reguillon is doing that, but we've also seen that so, so, that um, Aurier isn't pushing forward in the same way he has been recently. I think he's got the balance, like he's got the balance, right? Reguillon's going all out because he knows he can get back and he trusts himself to make the right decisions. But in the middle of the park, those, at the end of the day, when those guys are getting forward, they're not really creating chances like we used to see... Carl Walker and Daddy Rose do. It's not the same. 
No. Because the system is different. Mm-hmm. The system is different, and that's fine. Which is why you're going to need that spine to be tighter and more forward thinking. Because right now it is not mm-hmm. happening. God forgive me, it's not happening. And I think your point on Bergwijn um, is very key. I think that is the X factor we're missing. Obviously, if we resolve the Dombele conundrum and get him playing as freely and as creatively as possible, I think the next thing is certainly the right-sided attack because Bergwijn has the ability, he has the pace, he has the power to cause any defence in the Premier League problems. We cannot forget the goal he scored against Manchester United. Yeah, we right, cannot yeah. forget the goal he scored against Man City. We cannot forget his debut against Man City. We cannot forget the problems he called Aston Villa when we had no um, Kane and Son broke his arm and he won the penalty, his free running. And there are others. So let's try and get the best out of Bergwijn because now teams will then have to focus on all three of the forwards and that forward on the right isn't just covering Aurier's runs and worrying about getting back because the burst it takes to get past a player, a defender, to then think about if we lose possession, I then have to get back and make sure I get back means that you don't take the player on. You be conservative, you recycle possession and then you're always thinking about running backwards rather than running forwards. And that's a problem. That means you're not free and we need these players to be free to paint pretty pictures uh, behind a solid platform which should be provided by Hoybier and Sissoko with a, with a splice of Dombele. Oh man, it could, it could, the thing is, it could, everything you're saying is correct and it just reminds you about how it could be so beautiful. Do you know what I mean? It could be yeah. so good. It should be so good. <sighs> Minor tweaks, minor tweaks. So, Jose, if you're listening, do the right thing. Release the handbrake. Let's get it right. Let's get back on the run. Let's get nine points from our next three games. Let's put us back in the mix, thoroughly back in the mix. And who knows, who knows what can be achieved this season. And obviously, we've got cup games to come, but we will pick those up on the next pod, I think. I think that's all we've got time for, Kobna. Yeah, I'm so, I'm so angry. I don't want to talk anymore. But... Um... <laughs> But look, can I just yeah, say this yeah, thing? Can I just say this one thing about you being so angry? It's been brilliant watching you. You've been so animated. <laughs> You're literally. We always knew you had the, the voice for radio, but you've got the face for TV and you're hiding it, right? So, listeners. Tell us if you want to see our faces whilst we do this. Tell us if you want us on YouTube. Oh, oh my I'm trying days. to convince Kwabna for a while. Um, he's talking about he can't get to the barbers, everything locked down, this, that, and the other. So. If you want to see us, I, you would have been loved. You would have loved watching Carlton oh, today. So animated, he'd been yeah. he'd been in his bag today. Like literally, you would have loved it. So let us know on the old Twitter. Carlton will give that to you in a second. Oh, or in the reviews, now, I put you on the spot, Carlton, as I like to do. My curveball this week. Always. Um, so yeah. Always. Yeah, let us know if you want us to record. Cool. Well, anyway, look, that's enough for running. Um, I appreciate the therapy session. Andrew, for sure. Um, so yeah, so welcome. Yeah, so guys, um, as Andrew said, you can find us on Twitter, uh, Shelf Pod, um, where you can find all our kind of tactical questions, controversial questions, lineups, etc. Um, so do reach out for there. Let us know what you want to see, hear more of, um, what you'd like to 
have us discuss. Um, if you are listening on Apple Podcast, please leave a review. It really helps with the rankings, as I'm sure you know. Five stars only because we only give you five star content. Um, we will be back to discuss hopefully some wins um, soon. But for now, that's all from me. And that's all from me. Man, Lero, please run the outro. Side, 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 side